0: Dan, 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 dan.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Dan Show. Today, we'll be discussing a Q1 prompt from 2021.
2: Uh, this poem was written by AI and published in 1985. The prompt asks us to analyze how AI uses literary elements and techniques to convey the complexity of the speaker's encounter with the saxophone player at the particular time and place.
0: Just from the title of the poem, The Man with the Saxophone, we can expect the poem to be about a person who encounters a man playing a saxophone. And then after reading it, we are able to confirm this.
1: Um, we're able to confirm
0: this, since it is a man who in the morning um, walks by a man who plays a saxophone, who kindly invites him to listen.
1: So the poem reads, New York, 5 AM, the sidewalk's empty. Only the steam pouring from the manhole covers seems alive as I amble from shop window to shop window, sometimes stopping to stare, sometimes not. Last week's snow is brittle now and unrecognizable as the soft white hair that bearded the face of the city. I I had farther down Fifth Avenue towards the 30s, my mind empty like the Buddhists tell you is possible if only you don't try. If only I could turn myself into a bird like the shaman I was meant to be but I can't, I'm earthbound and solitude is my companion, the only one you can count on. Don't, don't try to tell me otherwise. I've had it all and lost it, and I never want it back. Only give me this morning to keep, and city asleep, and there on the corner of 34th and 5th, the man with the saxophone, his fingerless gloves caked with grime, his face also, the layers of clothes welded to his skin. I set down my case, he steps backward to let me know I'm welcome, And we stand a few minutes in the silence, so complete, I think I must be somewhere else, not here, not in this city, this heartland of pure noise. Then he puts the sax to his lips again, and I raise mine. I suck the air up from my diaphragm and bend over into the cold, golden reed, waiting for the notes to come. And when they do, for that one moment, I'm the unencumbered bird of my imagination, rising only to fall back toward concrete, each note a black flower opening, mercifully opening into the forgiving new day. Okay, so now let's get into some of the dissecting and planning of what would be our Q1 um, essay.
2: Yeah, uh, I think most importantly, like to point out right away, uh, I think the overall like idea of this poem is having like two contra- two people, with two contrasting uh, approaches to how they like perceive their own life. Uh, I guess, for example, like uh, the speaker in this poem walks around. He's a quiet person. He values, like, um, I think he values, like, not not necessarily security, but like privacy. Um, mm-hmm. Like, specifically on line twenty, he said, "Solitude is my companion." So I think uh, the speaker values, you know, quiet, um, quiet spaces and privacy. But when he approaches the loud saxophone player, he invites him into this room, which kind of has two uh, contrasting ideas where the man values um, privacy and, uh, you know, peace and quiet. While the saxophone player, he wants company and... Uh, he wants company and uh, uh, noises, uh, you know, to, I guess, live, to live with.
1: Yeah. So the occasion... I mean, I think they're literally just meeting on the street. Like, someone happens to be there um, playing his saxophone. And then it kind of, like, connects them because he talks about, like, the noise in the city. And now this is, like, noise, but it's beautiful. And um, what else?
0: Whenever I read a poem, the first thing I do is think about the who, what, where, when. Obviously, the five W's. So, in this case, we're in New York uh, at 5 a.m. And then, so we have the one man who's walking the streets, and then we have the man with the saxophone who's playing, and then they encounter on one of the streets. Um, and the saxophone player inv- uh, invites the man in to listen, and then um, it goes from there. And then. Let's
1: talk about the shifts in the tone, mood, time, subject matter. Um, I think it changes, the tone changes. Um, when he actually meets the man, because he goes from saying, um, pouring like the only the steam pouring from the manhole cover seems alive. It's kind of like a rebirth and lightning like epiphany moment when he actually talks to, um, the man. Well, I don't think they actually talk, but they still communicate with each other through their music, yeah. and through what they create. So I think um, the most noticeable tone mood shift is definitely um lines like 35 through 40 I think is where yeah, it shifts yeah that's definitely where it happens yeah
0: because
2: we're um that's where uh the saxophone player steps back to mm-hmm. and as a, as a gesture to invite the speaker I think yeah. you could you could really clearly see the shift when you consider like how this poem was like first set up um even w- just in the first lines, like, they set the scene by saying New York, 5 a.m. You can imagine, like, waking up at 5 a.m., like, no one's really driving on the road yet, mm-hmm. so things are quiet.
1: Yeah, so I'll it really see, sets this,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a perfect, like, uh, mood mm-hmm. uh, for the first half of the poem. Then when we enter that shift, he meets the uh, saxophone player, then the mood shifts to more energized and uh, upbeat. I think upbeat's a really good mood word. Mm-hmm.
1: And then also more just literary literary elements and techniques in general. Um, I think there are a lot of allusions to religion. Um, and then he also used a lot of metaphors. Um, I think the first allusion is when he says, my mind empty like the Buddhists tell you is possible. If only you don't try. And then he talks about the shaman. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But, and then he, he brings it back in line Thirty-seven, He says, once he actually talks to the man, he says, I think I must be somewhere else, not here. So it's kind of like he's in heaven.
2: Oh, dang. I didn't even that's consider I, that yeah, kind of perspective that's
1: before. That's what I kind of um, thought. So yeah. those metaphors, illusions, um, help show how like enlightening the situation was and how it really did give him life. Because, you know, at the beginning, like I said before, it was lines three through four. Only the steam pouring from the manhole covers seems alive. So he's in this, like, very desolate place. And then he comes to life at the end. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's the mood shift that yeah, has.
2: That, that has, like, a lot of validity to it. Especially if you look at line 46, he says, I'm the um, uncumbered mm-hmm. bird of my imagination. So, that kind of shows you, like, he's kind of living inside yeah. of his own thoughts, inside of his imagination.
1: And then, on the same note, it's line 49, it says, it says each note is a black flower. Yeah. So, like, those metaphors both show how it's, like, yeah, like, living, growing, breathing, you know.
2: Yeah, then I think, I took, like, the black flower, or I don't know what to call it, it's not a simile. it's more like a... A
1: metaphor. metaphor,
2: yeah. I think it like each note a black flower that means like each note is unique mm-hmm. which kind of uh it shows how it gives perspective into the saxophone player's mm-hmm. personality because
1: yeah it's also being... kind of dark Yeah. you know like a <laughs> black flower when do you see a black flower yeah that's what I thinking, like a too. yellow flower you know it's black but it's a flower so it's beautiful yeah but it's black
2: yeah. so it's just very it's a unique it color. shows the
1: duality the dichotomy of like the city life, you know. Like like, it's so alive and you're so connected
0: to people but you're also Yeah. So isolated. Yeah. Also another section that um is packed with meaning is um when they talk about the man with the saxophone when they first met on thirty fourth and fifth, um he describes the man as finger with fingerless gloves, caked with grime, and then his um with his face also and then the clothes or well, the two, the layers of clothes are well, to show the skin. Mm-hmm. So this could um symbolize that the man playing the saxophone is homeless and he's playing this um in order to receive money for just to live in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like the
1: duality of like it's so beautiful, but he's homeless.
2: Yeah, it really shows a contrast.
1: Yeah. Okay, so now that we discussed some of the important literary elements and techniques, let's zoom out and look at the bigger picture here
2: um my big picture point of view was the fact that uh the relationship between the man um for the speaker it was an enlightening experience because mm-hmm. the saxophone player he served as like um a different he 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 resembled like a how you could view how you could like have a different perspective mm-hmm. on life you know instead of living in your imagination you could be uh, really up, upbeat, and uh, I guess funky in a way by playing unique notes, uh, with the saxophone. Kind of like mm. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think also just like the big picture is like the complexity of like in the small idea for just the small picture for like just this story is like the city and the, um, complexity of the man the, both men the saxophone player and then the narrator, and then also like the big picture that examines into like life and death and um being alive but like also just faking it
2: yeah
0: Mm -hmm. so if we had to write a possible thesis
1: i think we would focus on first um what we talked about the illusion the metaphors um there's also personification dustin brought up the line um in line 20 solitude is my companion so solitude is almost like a person you know
0: Also, the manhole covers uh, being alive mm-hmm. in line four. Yeah. I think that was the only thing that
1: was alive. So, and then we would also talk about the complexity of the speaker's encounter. It was like enlightening. And, yeah,
0: it embodied what
1: I think also city total, life is about
0: total shifts. Yeah, the one tone shift. Yeah. So, if we were to say it, we'd do like the author. Uses tonal shifts, complexity, statements—not exactly statements—plugs, ideas to convey the complexity. Yeah, and then the figurative language to um, convey the complexity of the speaker's encounterment with a saxophone player at the particular time and place, which was New York at five a.m. All right, I yeah. think that's it.
2: Yeah, we got like twenty-one minutes before the bell rings. So I know we got another podcast yep. to do still too.
0: All right, we're out. Then then